I'm Jenny Thomas. And I'm her friend, Ellie David. We decided to create a podcast that embodies what you would talk about with your closest friends. So sit back and relax and put your headphones in. Because you're listening to the Honestly Unfiltered podcast. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Honestly Unfiltered podcast. Today, we have a special guest with us. We have Dalen Spratt. Ellie, tell us about Dalen. Well, I have been following him for a while. Dalen is part of the paranormal investigating community. Um, one of the the shows that I have really come to kind of rely on, you know, um, I'm a loyal watcher. He is part of Ghost Brothers. So they have um, the show Ghost Brothers and Ghost, Ghost Brothers Lights Out. And they also have a show with Jack Osborne called Fright Club. They're on the Travel Channel and now on also on um, Discovery Plus. And now he's starting to get a YouTube channel going. So um, he has the Graveyard Shift on YouTube, which is also really great. So. Big fan, big fan. Dalen, welcome. So excited to have you here. Well, Ellie, I appreciate y'all having me. I'm glad to be here. I'm looking forward to speaking to you guys. I'm a big fan. I'm trying not to fangirl, so I told Jenny I would behave myself. Thank you. I will tell you. I've been hearing about you for a long time. Yeah, this this is more my... Uh, my uh wheelhouse. wheelhouse yeah I, I i'm late to the party with paranormal though really? if i'm being honest um my i have three daughters okay. um I'm a, I'm a new grandma and thank you and so i would say it was just a couple years ago i started paying attention to some of the shows on like travel channel mm -hmm. um and i'm not into everything yeah just a few and yours was one of the ones that you know i just i'm not into it for the shock and awe <clears throat> for me it's very comforting because of trauma and loss in my life it's there's and i was always into like mediums and stuff gotcha. but the paranormal investigating kind of peaked my radar and i'm like this is really like chill and comforting yeah and yeah. i just love the way you guys approach it the ghost brothers approach it i appreciate that yeah we've only been doing it a few years it was this 2023 i think we started in maybe 2016 and uh, yeah, we didn't have any background in paranormal anything like none of us did. And yeah, we kind of just fell into it. But it's been dope because like the world has been able to see us grow in front of them. Like when we first started doing the show, like I, I told the network and the producers, like, don't try to frame us as these expert paranormal investigators. We right. don't know what we're doing and we don't want to look dumb. <laughs> so just tell the truth. <laughs> yeah. And so people was always wondering first season, like, why were we running out of buildings screaming? And yeah. <laughs> Jenny, you've got to that first season. It's it's really great. <laughs> yeah. They're like, if you're professional ghost hunters, why are you getting scared and afraid? And I'm like, dude, do you not realize this episode that you're watching? Is literally only the second time I've done this in life. It's <laughs> scary. Yeah, I'm horrified. That was a huge attraction, I think. Really, I'd be running out of the building, screaming too. Yeah, uh -huh. yeah. yeah, I think a lot of people related to us and related to our, uh, yeah, just the way that we handled situations because we handled it the way the average person would. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That was one of the things I was going to point out. So I'm glad you brought it up because I'm like, well, I don't want to like offend him or anything. But the the progression that I think even you more so than all three of you, but all three of you to watch from the beginning to where you're at now, even what you're doing on YouTube, you have so much more confidence. Like, you know, you, it's a totally different look. So, yes, they did a good job of showing you guys for exactly who you were <laughs> and new to this and it was scary as hell yeah. and you were learning yeah. which i love yeah I, I appreciate that and like i said the growth i feel like the growth is definitely there like it's six years now and then yeah we're starting to embrace it more because even over the past few years uh in our spare time like we have our own individual lives so like if we weren't doing it for television we really weren't doing it in our free time like there's people 
every weekend they're out investigating, which is dope and cool. And they push the culture forward. But us, like I said, this was never our thing. We just fell into it and it became our thing. And so it, it wasn't until recently that we really started to like lean into the paranormal more. Like, as you can see, I'm doing my own stuff on YouTube. It's just like, we're here now. So we might as well like do a cannonball off the deep end now and just see what else right. we can do inside the, the community. So it's dope. What I, I really would like to know what you were doing prior. I've looked, you know, into like some of your credits and you are a writer, producer and TV. What, what are your other accolades? Yeah, so I went to school. Uh, that's where I met Jawan in college, just to get my business background. And the plan was to be an entrepreneur. And so, uh, yeah, I graduated college. I got my master's degree at Clark Atlanta University. And um, me and Jawan, we started a clothing line together. So we make tailored men's suits. So we make suits mm-hmm. for TV and film productions, weddings, personal clientele. And that's kind of how we got involved in television because we were making clothes and wardrobe for TV shows in Atlanta. And then we started doing wardrobe for those shows, working on shows, uh, doing wardrobe. So we were watching how they were making television shows every single day. And that's where we came up with the idea for Ghost Brothers. It was literally one night I was uh, we were roommates at the time. I woke up in the middle of the night. And one of the shows was on television. I wasn't watching them back then, so I couldn't even tell you which one it was. I just remember thinking to myself, I've just never seen any black people hunting ghosts, like ever. Yeah, no. Like ever. And I was like, I wonder why that was. And so I got on the internet and uh, I started looking for black ghost hunters and I couldn't find a single person. Not a single person. I went to Facebook groups. I went to... uh, uh, paranormal organizations all over the country emailed them asking did anybody have a line on any black ghost hunters and everybody was like nope <laughs> nope nope yeah. nope nope and we just <laughs> shot it ourselves we went down to um uh where did we go savannah georgia we went to savannah georgia Ooh, my Ooh. favorite yeah we shot a little video and put it on youtube it probably was like maybe a minute and a half two minute long video and yeah that's what started our whole journey Six years later, I was in L.A. driving for Uber. <laughs> wow. Uber driver. And uh, I got a random email and they said a television network was looking for black ghost hunters. And the only black ghost hunters they could find was the clip that we had put on YouTube six years earlier. And oh, then, my gosh. Yeah, wow. yeah. Yeah. So it's all God. It's all God that kind of brought everything full circle. Wow. Definitely. Which that's something you guys bring into this with you, like your spirituality, like growing up in church, you know, and that's when I talk about paranormal, because I know it can have a shifty response sometimes for some people because of their religious beliefs, even mediumship and things like that. Um, But I've always come at it in my mind anyway, from a spiritual place, you know, if, if you believe I personally and Jenny and I have talked about this. If you believe in a higher power, if you believe in, you know, heaven, hell, whatever you want to call it, essentially you're believing there's something else there that you can't necessarily see. So you're having like a, this faith in it, you know? So I love that. You have that. Yeah, yeah. With you. I have to, like you said, my mother is a pastor. She was my, she's been the pastor, head pastor of our church since I was like in the third grade. Uh, so yeah, I feel like you have to have some type of belief system to protect yourself because what we are doing can be perceived as dark to some and you don't know what you're knocking on. Like you're knocking on a door. Mm-hmm. You don't know who's going to answer it. So you got to stay prayed up. People ask, how do we protect ourselves? Me is a hundred percent my faith. And I feel like my faith in God protecting me outweighs my belief of attachments and all of that other stuff. So I just feel like God got me, at least in my mind, I, in my heart and mind, I have to believe that or I could be yeah. doing this. I saw your episode on Lee Harvey Oswald on YouTube, Yes, which fascinated me because I am into the conspiracy theories. Gotcha. Yes. And I, it, it gave me chills when you were at the gravesite and you asked him where he was and he said he was in hell. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, so I started doing the graveyard shift. It's crazy. It's only been like eight weeks. (laughs) Like, that's what's crazy. It seems a lot longer. 
but I wanted to do something in between the shows because you never, it's always a huge gap in between new seasons of shows on television. We're always waiting. So I wanted to do something in my spare time that allows me to hone my skills and uh, give all the supporters something to watch. And I was just trying to figure out something that was inexpensive for me to do and something that I could keep up consistently. As you know, like trying to go to haunted places and asylums and prisons and houses, you got to go through a chain of command. People want rent stuff and pay people it's just, it just it becomes too much but i was like cemeteries they're i was ev- wondering about that they're everywhere and they're free yeah. to get into they're like national parks so it's just like there's no issue there <laughs> and then everyone has a story like you were saying jenny so i'm from dallas and i grew up on you know just the the jfk Jack Ruby, Lee Harvey Oswald story. I've heard it a million times. They play it every year on the anniversary. You see the videos. I've been to the museum. I've walked the route. I've like all of that. You you do that just living in Dallas. Yeah. And I was like, dang, I didn't I didn't know where everyone was buried until I started doing the graveyard shift. And I started looking around. And I was like, damn, it would be kind of cool to maybe go talk to to see if I can get in contact with Lee Harvey Oswald. Like, what's the chances? And then I was like, maybe it would be cool to go to the museum where he potentially took the shot. But then it's you're not supposed to uh, film in there. Yeah, that's what you said. Yeah, (laughs) and they stopped me when I walked in. They was like, why do you have a tripod? (laughs) I "Mm, I just carry it with me from time to time. (laughs) And they were like, well, you know you can't film in here. I was like, hey. Okay, but I got there right when they opened. And in my mind, I was like, nobody's going to be at this museum on a random Sunday at like eight o'clock in the morning. It was like 70 people there. (laughs) (laughs) And I the way the way the exhibit is is um, set up is you, you go into the museum and they automatically take you on an elevator to the sixth floor. So you go to the sixth floor where Lee Harvey took the shot. But where he took the shot in is in the back of the sixth floor. So this is a museum. So they bring like 40 people up at a time and you're supposed to stay in line and walk through the exhibit. And it takes you to the back window where they took the shot. Right. I'm trying to do a spirit box session (laughs) in a place. You got away from them. I got (laughs) off that elevator and beelined <laughs> the back and the people working there was like sir sir where are you going you have to the no <laughs> gone <laughs> so that's why it was only like four minutes <laughs> yeah and you were crouched down yeah. and you said yes yes but the answers and the responses they were so spot on yeah that, that's they what were. was interesting yeah. because i had no idea I had no expectations, no idea, but just the fact that it was so spot on, it just makes me, I don't know. Like, I don't know what, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know what that was. Like, was I really? There's no explanation. It's like, what else could it be? None. Yeah. It was crazy. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed it. though. I found, and what I also found intriguing was that the people around his grave were upset. He was there. That, that so many people go to see them and are, mm-hmm. yeah, they can't rest. Yeah. Yeah. And I find like that it's getting on their nerves or something like it's wild. I find that at a lot of cemeteries that people, famous people and celebrities are buried at or infamous people, more so infamous people. It's more so infamous people. I just did an episode with um, Benjamin Bugsy Siegel, who was the gangster from uh, who was responsible for building up the New York Strip. So he was a gangster, mobster. And where he's buried in LA, he's in a mausoleum surrounded by, you know, 400 other people. And it was the same response. I was like, are you guys upset that he's here? And they was like, yes. Like, da-da-da-da. Like, people, I don't know, it's just crazy. (laughs) (laughs) That is wild. Marilyn Monroe, she said, I asked her. It is. On her grave, there's a lot of lipstick. People come to her grave and kiss her mausoleum. So there's lipstick prints all on her grave. So I asked, I said, how do you feel about wow. it? She was like, I don't like it. And I was like, oh, wow. 
Yeah. Wow. Is- yeah. So I don't know. I don't. I don't know who I'm communicating with. Have you ever thought about now, just because it's been in the news, going to Graceland if they would let you? Yeah. So that's the plan this year. The plan this year is to uh, just kick it up a notch to do more. I find that the supporters, the graveyard shifters, they love these celebrity stories. Mm-hmm. Cool to go to just a random graveyard and just yeah. let everybody talk. But people also like more pointed and directed episodes too. So famous people, infamous people, big stories. So yeah, I have a mm-hmm. list of celebrities that I want to go try to get in contact with. You need to go to Kurt Cobain's grave oh, and see wow. what happened there. Where is he buried at? <laughs> is it Seattle? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, so yeah. I think so. I think it's Seattle. That's a good, that's a lot of people have that conspiracy that he didn't do that, that he didn't kill himself. Yeah. Yeah. See all those type stories. I want to explore yeah. all of that. Yeah. That'd be really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a ton. I was telling Jenny that you guys, that the ghost brothers had visited near us at the Tampa theater, that you had an ap- episode with the Tampa theater. Yeah. We've been out there. I've been there. there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tampa theater is interesting. That, um, the, not, it's not considered a basement, but it's the the back area, changing room, dressing room. We've had some of our craziest experiences there. Tampa Theater is a it's a beautiful theater, but it's very unsuspecting. Like you wouldn't think mm-hmm. that be spirits in there, but it's definitely something in there for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of those older. You should definitely uh, explore some of our graveyards in uh, Florida. We've got a lot of lot oh, of stuff happening in Florida. Oh, Listen, yeah. like I said, we've only been doing it eight weeks. Like now that I see that there's a real interest in, in the graveyard shift, I'm definitely revving it up a notch. So I have I have a couple of ideas. I I found a cemetery that was open, meaning that it was it's not a uh like a uh it's not a sectioned off cemetery. This is more so a plot of land in some wooded area that just has graves in it. Oh, and I was like I wonder what it would be like to spend an entire night in the cemetery like that. So maybe getting like a tent or something and just plopping it up in these wooded area surrounded by all these graves and just do like a full night. Like what happens at 3 a.m.? Ooh, I just got the chills. You know I mean? <laughs> yeah. The, yeah, the, the, the witching, the witching hour, hour, right? Like, know. They say that's like the, yeah. What if? I don't know. So I, 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 in my mind, I just see me inside of my tent with my spirit box and just not knowing <laughs> what's going on outside <laughs> and just hearing like, yeah, so I think I'm going to try it. I think I'm going <laughs> to do it. Oh, brave. Very yeah. brave. Yes, very brave. Yeah. yeah. Now, what's your goal with the YouTube, with the graveyard shift? And I noticed that you did something with your wife as well, like yeah. a kind of a clip show. Yeah, we call it Ghosted or Roasted. We're actually about to film <laughs> that today in a minute. Uh, yeah, that just started off with just, I just, like I said, I just wanted to provide content for all the supporters in our downtime. And uh, YouTube is a cool way for you to kind of right. build out your own television network, essentially. And yeah, so the Dalen Spratt channel is essentially just all things paranormal. So I'm just want to, in my mind, in the near future, I would have four days of con- like five days a week, different shows airing on my YouTube channel. Right. So Monday would be ghosted and roasted with my wife. Friday is the graveyard shift. Maybe Tuesdays, I'm going to investigate hotels. I don't know, just whatever. I want to. I want to have you be able to come to my channel every right. day and watch some new video surrounding the paranormal. So that's my goal for the channel. And then the graveyard shift, just to build it up. I want to build up an army of graveyard shifters just across the world. And we <laughs> travel the world and just explore. When all- you get closer to us, just let us know. Maybe I'll, We're- maybe I'll try it. <laughs> For sure. For sure. I'm, I'm a little braver than Jenny, I think, but yeah, I would love to bring out supporters in locations that we go to and cities that we go to. Like maybe one, you know, person pick one graveyard shifter gets picked out and they can come out and meet me at a cemetery and we do it. Uh I want to bring out people who are who aren't necessarily necessarily believers and get their experience with me like i just want to do so much and now that i'm doing it on youtube i have the freedom to do it like nobody can tell me what i can and can't do so that's that's true. what's cool about it 
Yeah, that's true. You're your own. You're your own. Yeah. I appreciate producer. it because. Yeah. yeah, when when the shows are on hiatus, you know, again, I'm only into a few really that I like am loyally following. Yeah, and I do. I miss it when you guys <laughs> aren't around. It is. It, I cannot. I don't know what it is. It just. It is something that helps with my stress and anxiety and. I don't know. I just love it. So I love that you're on YouTube. It's yeah, definitely filling in the blank spots. I appreciate it. I appreciate y'all tuning in. Yeah. I just want everybody to just keep on tuning in. It's going to keep growing. It's going to get bigger. I'm dedicated to it now. Like it's not going to stop. So y'all ain't got to worry about like, dang, I don't want to get, you know, too wrapped up into it. And then he just stops. I figured this is something that I can keep up even when we do start back filming Ghost Brothers. So like when we're on the road for three months at a time filming, literally there's cemeteries everywhere. So no matter where I go, yeah, everywhere. I can shoot an episode mm-hmm. that week for the graveyard shift. So I'm going to keep this up literally every week for sure. Um, do you... Do you travel when you travel? Do you take your whole family with you, or are you away from your wife when you have to when you go to your cemetery hunting? I'm, a, I'm a, when I do the show, I'm away from my wife. She doesn't really fool with the paranormal. And then we have a, <laughs> we have a one year old, so she's in school. Mm-hmm. And so yes, my wife. It, but my wife travels a lot too. So she owns a bar in Harlem, New York, and uh, she manages a, a young lady out here. So she travels a lot too. So we, yeah, it's it's. It's it's interesting. <laughs> Are you based in Atlanta or LA? We're based in Atlanta. Okay, that's right. Atlanta. Yeah. 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 Okay. Traveling okay. is huge. So yeah, but we have to like do it in shifts. So like when I get off the road, she goes to do what she needs to do. So but it works. It works that we both we're both entrepreneurs and we both work uh yeah, we both have traveling careers. So it works. Right. Yeah. That's great, though, that you have each other to kind of support those ambitions, you know. Um, I do want to know, because with with every um, Ghost Brother, you know, in your in your opening, you guys say that you had paranormal experiences when you were young. So I'd like to know what that was for you that kind of piqued your interest when you were young anyway. Yeah. So when I was about seven, um, I was visiting my grandmother in this small West Texas town called McKamey, McKamey, Texas. Uh, this is one of those towns where literally everybody knows everybody. And again, so I was like seven. So it, I only went out there uh, on spring breaks and summers. So it had to be one of the two. And I had an older cousin that lived out there. She was in her early 20s. She had a best friend. Her best friend was dating a guy. They got into a domestic dispute. The boyfriend gets a gun, he shoots the best friend and shoots himself. So she died, excuse me, she lives, he dies. But mind you, everybody knows everybody. This is my cousin's best friend. So she survives, her boyfriend dies. Wow. So my grandmother and her best friend, this other elderly lady, (laughs) decide to go and see the body at the wake at the funeral. So they bring me at seven. I never forget. I walk into this funeral home. There's this casket at the front of the church. And then there's this young man laying in there with like this light gray suit, white shirt, skinny black tie. And I remember him just looking like, even at seven, I knew that he shot himself in the head. And I had watched enough movies and TV to where in my mind, if you shoot yourself in the head, you shouldn't, it should look like you got shot in the head at seven. Right. Yes. I didn't know that a funeral right. home could come in and like put your stuff back together. <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> so, I remember asking my grandmama, I was like, I thought y'all said he got shot. And she was like, maybe he did. And I was like, well, then why he just look like he sleep? And she was just like, this funeral home did a really good job. <laughs> but her friend, her friend asked me, well, Dalen, have you ever touched a dead body before? Oh. Seven. I was like, no. Oh, no. This lady grabs my hand, puts mm. it on the chest of that young man laying in the casket. Oh, my God. And I remember just being 
terrified. I remember looking up at my grandmother and I'm yeah. mind you, I'm thinking like, first of all, you're too old to be hanging around bad influences. <laughs> like, <laughs> why are you hanging with this menace? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that does this for grandchild. I ran out of that funeral home screaming. And that night, I'll never forget, I was asleep on the couch and again, Oddly, it was like 3 a.m. Now that I know witching hour, I wake up, I look in the kitchen Mm -hmm. and standing in the doorway was that same young man wearing the same light gray jacket, white shirt, thin black tie. And he was just linked up against the wall, just staring at me. And I remember screaming. Wow. Grandmother ran into the to the living room. She grabbed me and she was just like, what, what, what? And I could just point and she looked and nothing was there. And I just. Wow. Always kept that, like, just remember that. And now as an adult in doing what I do, like, I know what an attachment is. And I know that, you know, me touching that body, being Mm -hmm. afraid, that energy, no telling what could have attached to me, what could have followed me. And it's just, yeah, yeah. So I've always had that in the back of my mind growing up. And yeah, yeah. That was my first, my first paranormal. Do you feel, do you feel intuitive at all? Like, have you ever felt intuitive, you know, as far as like, you know, medium type energy? People keep saying that. Or anyone in your family, even. People keep saying that, they like, they watch me and they say that I do. I don't, I don't think I've leaned into it. I don't know if I want to lean into it. I don't want to lean yeah. into it. I, yeah. I do know, and I don't want to. It's like Pandora's box. I can relate to that, yeah. Because even doing the graveyard shift, like, I don't want... I don't want them to think it's okay to, like, follow me and, like... Like, I don't want to wake up in the middle of the night mm. and I just there's 10 spirits just looking at me like, Oh, you want to, you talk to us. We got yeah. something to say. <laughs> like, I got to tell you something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and we learned last week that that happens quite a bit. Yeah. We had, we had, uh, yeah. um, Lauren Moss on, she is a channel Lauren medium Moss. and an investigator. And she said they, her and her friend, they're they're on this team. They were trying to cross someone over that was being held here. It was her father was holding her here, the spirits. And he got so mad, he followed her home. And she had to exercise the house to get rid of him. Yeah, I yeah. believe it. Yeah, it was scary. Yeah. I believe it. I believe it. I don't need the problem. <laughs> no problem. Yeah. I would like to know, because Lauren said something that's kind of stuck with me about the paranormal community as far as um, the willingness or not so willing to share information with different teams. You've worked, I mean, I know you have, you know, the Ghost Brothers, but you have your show also Fright Club with Jack Osborne. He has a show with Katrina Weedman, Portals to Hell. Like, what is your feeling in the paranormal community as far as like sharing with each other, sharing experiences, information, helping each other? What's the vibe? Uh, I think all of those issues pretty much um, live within the, how can I phrase this respectfully? So respectfully, (laughs) I feel like those issues live within the the community of people that don't have a television show okay because i feel like people want that and they feel like having an exclusive or having whatever their thing is can make them be seen you know what i mean Mm -hmm. people that have a tv show Mm -hmm. we understand that that like it ain't all it's cracked up to be. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's, and yeah. I know it's easier said that than done. You know what I mean? Because Taylor, you can say that because you have a TV show. Right. <laughs> Maybe, but I'm telling you, like whatever you think it is in your head, it's not like you get, it's not, it's not. Everything's compromised. Like if you really enjoy the, the, the art of paranormal investigating and the research and knowledge and like the, right. the of, then TV's not for you. <laughs> it's not. Mm-mm. It's not. You yeah. are 
there's no way to really have an authentic investigation with a cameraman, a sound guy, a producer, a director, uh, mm-hmm. a PA, mm-hmm. uh, you know what I'm saying? The homeowner, uh, <laughs> uh, people outside honking horns. Right. <laughs> you see the the edited 40 minutes on television you know what I mean? like, yeah. man yeah people just need to just realize like it's so much you can do on your own and in your spare time and then the sharing of information just makes things bigger and better hence why i'm doing this stuff on youtube i don't have all those issues that i'm having that we would have on television now don't get it wrong i love doing what i do on television right. Yeah, but you just have to understand it's a oh totally clearly yeah difference. It's a hundred percent different, and you just got to be careful what you wish for. Like people be really wanting the opportunity to be on TV, but they don't realize like, and then what comes with it? You're being judged consistently. People calling you liar, faker. Yeah, like that's the horrible mm-hmm. stuff. People judging you for stuff that don't even matter. I've seen people. I can say that because she's yeah. my friend, but I've seen people question Amy. About her weight. <laughs> She's like, what? <laughs> like, what does that have to do with anything? Oh, my God. I just ate a burger. <laughs> like, oh God, that's yeah. why. <laughs> like, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> like, but you have to deal with people came at us. People wow. still come at us for being black. Like, look, we can't change that. Like, that ain't going to never do. Like, <laughs> yeah. You have to deal with all the shit that's outside of paranormal that doesn't even matter when you're on television. Yeah. People don't even, yeah, you just got to be ready for that type of stuff. Ellie, do you want to ask him about Jack Osborne? I know you're dying oh, to. L- l- listen, I made a vow <laughs> that I would not make this about the Osborne, okay? And I'm sticking to it because, Dalen, I am a fan of yours and I mean that. Yeah. <laughs> but, and however, how was it to work with Jack Osborne? I do love the, I love all the Osbournes. Yeah. I've been a big fan for all no, my life. <laughs> no, they're, Jack is cool. He really brought me to the paranormal, if I'm being honest. Really? I trusted him. And okay. so it was one of those things where he was doing his stuff with his family, with his parents and like his sister and stuff. And I fell into that and I thought, for some reason, I don't know why. I just really trusted him I and I trusted him. his motivations and you know, and I just thought, you know what? If he's involved in this, I'm going to pay attention. And that led me to you guys, to yeah. Amy and Adam yeah. and a couple of the other ones that, you yeah. know, and his other shows, but so yeah, I would like to know how it is to work with Jack Osborne, but <laughs> you're fabulous. I'm like you. I grew up I grew up watching them too. Like all the time. I grew up watching their show when they was kids, mm-hmm. all of that. So I'll be, I never really had an opinion on Jack. I never in a million years thought I'd be working with him. And then when we got the opportunity, I think we met. Yeah. We met somewhere, I think maybe in Las Vegas or somewhere at an event. Travel Channel brought in all the talent from the shows, and which they do often. And like, we literally, we hang out with right. like shows hang out together. Like, I don't know if people know that, but like Kendra Spirits hangs out yeah. with like Ghost Brothers who hangs out with Ghost Hunters. Like we hang out together a lot. That's <laughs> like, cool. It's funny. <laughs> it's funny where we've been out at times together where it's like four or five different shows and somebody who's like a big paranormal fan would just be randomly at a restaurant and will walk by the table and be like, what the <laughs> <laughs> it's five paranormal shows sitting at the <laughs> like, what the <laughs> no, Jack is like, cool. wait a yeah <laughs> but we met Jack and we literally hit it off and you realize that Jack isn't Jack is not as cocky or as arrogant as he could right, rightfully be no one should be absolutely some mm-hmm. people you could be like i mean bro you've been doing this shit your whole life but your family got a billion dollars like you got like your mom yeah. <laughs> know your daddy's a rock star yep <laughs> you could cut somebody out right now mm-hmm. I, would, I, I would get it <laughs> but no jack is like the most cool down to earth like person you would ever 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 meet my first conversation with jack he talked to me about child well, he talked to me about child support. <laughs> I was like, oh, you a real person. <laughs> you a real person, Jack. He's been through it. <laughs> he knows what's up. 
<laughs> well, your chemistry with him, you guys, it's great on Fright Club. I just love it. I love it. And I think that's so cool that you guys all like kind of have some relationships with each other. That's really yeah. neat. Yeah. Jack is cool. He we say he's definitely our brother from another mother. <laughs> yeah. You, it shows. It shows in the show for yeah. for sure. Yes. Well, ladies, I hate to call it short, but I No, but we know you we know you have stuff you have no. a show to shoot and we're over the 30 minute limit. No worries. I appreciate y'all. And uh, we got to do it. Thank you so much. I'm going to get the guys the next time to come on. So Oh, that'd be Absolutely. awesome. Yeah. Ellie, maybe Absolutely. I can Absolutely. That'd be so cool. Maybe I can deck one day, Ellie. I'll work on that. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> you have my you have oh, don't be teasing me now don't be teasing me right. listen dalen you are just you are enough don't you worry I, I anytime it. you'd like to come back we so appreciate yes. it i'm this was we really exciting thank you this was really fun no and good luck on everything thank y'all so much yeah. i appreciate y'all thank Best you of luck with y'all you too <laughs> all right guys you too well, that was awesome, <laughs> except that you were on a delay and ready to, like, climb through the microphone. <laughs> Dalen, if you would listen to this later, I'm sorry if I was, like, a mess, but... You were. You held it together pretty good. My husband, who is so awesome and so supportive, bought me a, a very high-tech camera because you know he wants me to just you know look my best and do my best with my podcasting <laughs> entrepreneurial career that I'm trying. and I, I'm afraid that something happened <laughs> I don't know <laughs> <laughs> which I hate to even tell him but it, it might not have been that I don't know it was a glitch. but anyway it was a glitch that was really it was yeah the universe was like hey <laughs> That was that was so cool, that was though. really cool. I could actually sit and talk to him all day long. Yeah, he's just such a nice guy, and I a comforting presence. He really does, and I just love that he, you know, because one of the things that I was going to ask him um, was the when he brought up the whole um, how how they were really green, mm-hmm. you know, going into this, and and they they wanted to make sure that the producers that's how they did the show. It's like don't. Don't be putting us out there like something that we're not. Well, when I first started watching their show, that was my vibe. I was like, what the hell? Like, they really don't know what the hell they're doing. <laughs> like, <laughs> they have no idea. It just said the recording started on my end. Uh, just saying. I recording over here. I just forgot to record over here. I don't want to fuck anything else. I know. But anyway, <laughs> but they really were, they were, you have to check out that first season. I, will. I think that I will. that would grab you a little because it really is. It's like if you and me walked into and they were following us around with cameras, they were like, ah, like running away from stuff. It was like, <laughs> like us. When we, yeah. <laughs> Dalen in particular, I want to say that he was probably the most scared in the beginning. Yeah. And there was a couple episodes where he like, jumped onto the <laughs> one of his friends like wow ah, help <laughs> so i like that he and that was their angle i guess so that was that was really cool <laughs> the conversation flowed really well i i think that you know obviously he's used to doing pr and stuff but it's yeah. you know i think he's got a really good product there and mm-hmm. i mean all the little all the def, definitely all the hands he has in it Mm-hmm. but i oh yeah, yeah definitely I, if one you could wish one person success it's that person right there oh yeah definitely and he's got such a beautiful family and you know they're all they all seem like really good people and good men and um you know and i love that he is i was first of all i was relieved to hear that it sounds like this is filler for him as far as the graveyard shift the stuff that he's uh, you know doing on youtube mm-hmm. It's not because Ghost Brothers is going away or anything like that. Um, but I love that he's doing that. And he's not the only one. A couple of my other paranormal peeps that I love, um, Katrina Weedman from, and I'm probably saying her name wrong. I always think I'm saying it wrong, but she does Portals to Hell with Jack Osborne. Mm-hmm. And she has a YouTube thing going too that's really good. Um, so I like that they do that. Because, yeah, I get, like, so bummed when my shows are... Uh, yeah, know. no, seriously. I, you know, I would... Like, you know, me with the reality shows, I, if mm-hmm. there's something like, for instance, 
one year, um, Nick Vile and you know, you're not familiar with Ashley and Jared and Jaden Tanner, but because they were some of the older ones, but they all, Nick, J- Tanner, and Jared, they were all on Caitlyn's season, but they did a YouTube show called What's Next or Now What or something like that to that effect. But it was basically carrying, the, the, I think they were trying to get it picked up, but it was like what, what was next in their lives. And it showed Ashley and Jared oh, moving cool. in together because they had just gotten together and, mm-hmm. you know, Tanner and Jade, they sold their house in the Midwest and moved to L.A. And so it was it was and, and Nick was, you know, single and trying to find someone. And so it, it it really gave an inside look at that. And but I was intrigued and I would watch it on YouTube. Yeah, no, it's it's neat. I mean, I'm listen, I'm not just into paranormal shows. No, people, well, okay? no. I'm, I'm into everything, which if you listen to the podcast, you know that. Yeah. But this is it's just something I stumbled upon. And I was telling the truth as far as Jack Osborne is concerned. He really did lead me into it because yeah. before that, every time I'd see stuff, I was like, Ugh, whatever. I mean, cause a lot of what I had seen was the, the crazy stuff where they're like yelling at oh, spirits gosh. and trying to scare you and all this stuff. And I'm like, Oh, <laughs> creepy. But you know, Jack Osborne, well, I had been watching him and Ozzy, they had a series. It was a history series mm-hmm. and they were traveling. Yes. I don't know if you saw it, uh, traveled all over the country in an RV and did all this historical stuff, um, which I loved. And then it kind of led it. And like we've talked about before, it's the history and, you know, this, the, the comfort and knowing that the people you love are not far from you when they leave mm-hmm. us, you know, those are the things that attracted me to it. So, you know, I think some of these people that do it and, you know, yeah, I know that it's a different level when you get on TV, mm-hmm. you know, you have to, you have to sell it you have to, you know, whatever. But I, I think it's, um, there's certain ones that I don't know. They just have a more genuine, of course, vibe, yeah. you know, so it's cool. But yeah, thanks for, uh, set me up for <laughs> Jack Osborne. <laughs> My husband's like, do you have a crush on him or something? <laughs> No, he loves he loves the Osbournes too. But no, I'm like no, it, truly, I just look. They were like, they're the first family of reality. They really are. I watched them. I loved them. Yeah, yeah back in the day, I loved it, and I've loved them all <laughs> ever since. I yeah, mean, I just <laughs> yeah. No, seriously. I you know when Jack comes on the show, if he ever does, if you know, then you, well, you you can thank me then. <laughs> yeah, listen, anything is possible. Listen, Dalen. That was huge for us. That was huge for the podcast. Thank you so much. I'm so grateful to him. And it was so cool how he did it. He just kind of threw everybody a bone on Instagram. I woke up one morning. My eyes were not even open. And I was like, oh, shit. Especially since since you had been asking, like saying to me, because, you know, obviously I a lot of times I reach out to the to to our guests. It's mostly Jenny. She is definitely the showrunner. I've attempted, but I think people probably look at my attempts like, who the fuck is this? No, not coming on your podcast. I'm just messaging people. Hi. Hey, I throw that out there sometimes. Sometimes that's sometimes that's you get the best responses just in a, a message or whatever. A DM. I think you're cool. You want to come on my podcast? I'm like no it's like a fangirl on you <laughs> who, the, who the fuck are you <laughs> i have to go to jenny for the professional i'm like jenny come on <laughs> polish this up okay we gotta we gotta show we can't be showing our ass with this one <laughs> no but you were like do you think we can get dale and sprat you know go like you've been talking about him for a while maybe I we know. can get them maybe we can reach out to them and i didn't know really know where to find their information and we had so much going on and then when you sent that it was like oh perfect you know yeah. it was really it was, was so awesome cool how it came to that. fruition but yeah you know if any of you other paranormal people are listening we're here for it we're we here, are for, here it. for it yeah that was that was really fun yeah that was really fun was other fun. than the technical difficulty me freaking out a little bit it was but you handled it well you handled it like a pro oh, the show must go on. <laughs> i'm like a wing and a prayer. <laughs> I did pray before we did this podcast. I want you to know. I believe you. I truly believe you. So 
We'll we'll only know once you actually get into the editing part because I'm kind of sure mm. I messed up something with my vocaster as well. So just I'm I got hoping my work, God I got my work cut out for me. <laughs> I'm hoping God helps you on that end because but you got to remember I re- I record to a local I record to my computer as well just in case something goes wrong with the cloud backup so. Oh, I'm sure you have every protection in place since you've started with me. No, there were a long line of people before you that (laughs) had computer issues. So I'm, you know, you take every precaution. I was, I was so close to just exiting out and trying to come back in. And I'm like, Jen, we'll have a stroke. I would kill you. (laughs) I just disappear. I would kill you. (laughs) Hey, you did really good though. You were, you were and i like that because you were really into some of the stuff that he's done mm-hmm. on um, youtube yeah. so far which is something he's really trying to talk yeah. about so i think that that was great that you you know were able to talk about it more i'm i've watched some of it i watched the lee harvey harvey oswald thing um that he did which that is the funniest part i think was him trying to sneak in there yes, and like crouch down it, and yes. yeah <laughs> Yeah, he was really going for it. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, no, like you have some more intrigue with it. So, oh yeah, I that was really cool. I'm waiting for them to unlock those last files so I can, you know, that they won't that they just resealed again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to know. A lot of people do. Yeah, and I think he's right. You know, it's I personally, to me, spirit is spirit. If you get a hit. Mm-hmm. From spirit, I don't give a shit who you were in real life. Yeah. That's that's amazing enough to me personally. But I can see what he's talking about with the intrigue of Mm -hmm. just imagine, you know, it's like, yeah, imagine. Um, Imagine that this is that person, you know, Mm -hmm. like being able to clear their name or tell their side or whatever. Can you imagine, like I said, Kurt Cobain, can you imagine if he goes to his grave finds him somehow and he can solve what happened you know because there's a lot uh, you know and and i'll be honest with you like i wasn't a huge nirvana fan i wasn't one of the people that was like elvis when it wasn't for me like when i I was was. i know you were and a lot of my friends were and but i never really got into them and so I thought it was sad. Don't get me wrong. And ter- especially since he had a wife, little girl and all of that. But yeah, so I, I feel like I can stay uh, you know, neutral in it when I read the ev- like when I listen to the podcasts and I read the evidence and the police reports and uh, th- there's no way he there's no way he could have shot himself with that shotgun. There's no way physically possible. And I the fact that it didn't get investigated further is, is shocking to me. Yeah, I haven't gone down the rabbit hole with it, yeah. honestly. Um, it's just so sad. It is but, terrible. I mean, nothing is beyond the realm no. of possibility. Oh, no. I mean... Yeah, I mean, it could have been... It doesn't necessarily have to be Courtney. I mean, it could have been, you know, just someone that was jealous of his fame, someone he owed money to. Who knows? If I'm being honest, when people, especially investigators, realize that a person is a drug addict, mm-hmm. it kind of ends there. Yeah. I mean, they, and it's sad, but, and, and listen, I'm, I'm guilty of it. I've, I've thought like that before, but it happens so often and there are people being murdered, you know, all kinds of nefarious things happening to them. And because they're a drug addict, it's just like, oh, you know, they were a drug addict. Of course, you know, they OD'd or they did this and, you know, it happens a lot, you know, so especially back then. I can only imagine. Oh, yeah, 1994. Well, it, it came out later that he was, I mean, in bits and pieces, he was getting ready to walk away from the music world. He was mm-hmm. just, it wasn't what he, he I think he was he sober. He never wanted that no. name. And, he, he never wanted And it. I think he had finally cleaned himself up, and he was ready to divorce his wife. And they say she was going to lose out on a lot of money, and mm-hmm. that's where it ends. Is it true? Who knows? Who knows? I, I don't know. But because I think believe all of it got left to his daughter anyway. I don't think she got much of it, but she didn't. I mean, my understanding was that she really didn't. And but their relationship was really volatile. Mm-hmm. They were both 
addicts, struggling addicts off and on. And, you know, um, yeah, I mean, she was not well received even by the people close to her. Mm-mm. So, you know, again, nothing's out of the realm of possibility. That would be an excellent, you know, thing for Dalen to do. Like that would be somebody on the list. I mean, you think about it. What about Elvis? What about Tupac? Mm-hmm. What about Biggie? I mean, no one's, you know, I wonder sometimes what about mediums? Like who has, you know, kind of some of these big, huge cases. Like if you believe that this is possible and I do, mm-hmm. Maybe a medium needs to go sit down with the uh, paranormal uh, Dalen over there and see what we can find out. I mean, well, mediums you know, work with police all the mm, time. Lauren says that you know they when they, they provide comfort to the families that when their mysteries involved and questions yeah. surrounding death. So, and there are psychic mediums mm-hmm. that work with police. There are, and they have solved cases. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I'm just saying, who shot Tupac? <laughs> <laughs> We want to know. I know my husband wants to know. It was Biggie. It was Biggie and his team. <laughs> no, nah, man. It was no. Biggie. And shook- <laughs> Biggie and Tupac had nothing to do with it, is my opinion. I think it was, I do believe it were the people around mm-hmm. that was involved in both of those. Oh. But who and exactly what, and exa- I don't know. We need to find out. Come on, Dalen. There you go. <laughs> Biggie and Tupac and Kurt Cobain. Yep. That'll that'll keep you busy. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. All right. Let's wrap this one up. And Okey-doke. I don't know. We thanks for thanks for listening. And yeah. um Thank you again to Dalen. Yes, thank you to Dalen for coming on. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. We got a couple of podcasts, other podcasts coming out this week. Uh Ellie and I are going to talk to Royals again. And next week we have on Rebecca Johnson of Love is Not Dead, Just My Husband. I know we've been promising that one for a couple of weeks. And that one was supposed to come out this week. But we're because uh, we did Paranormal last week and Dalen is in that category, we are going to piggyback off of that. Yeah. And then close it out with close out the month with Rebecca's podcast. Thank you for listening. All of Dalen's information is in the show notes. And check out his YouTube channel, The Graveyard Shift. And the one on YouTube is... That's the one on YouTube, okay, The good. Graveyard Shift. And then... Mm-hmm. And then Discovery Plus um, and Travel Channel, you can find his other shows. There's Ghost Brothers, Ghost Brothers Lights Out, and Fright Club, Jack Osborne. Yes. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. Have a good week. Bye. Bye.